Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now it's only happened once, but there is still hope that in future pig to human heart transplants could become more common. In the meantime, a range of problems need to be solved. And one of the people working on that is Philip Cardiff, Associate Professor of Engineering at UCD. Afternoon, Philip. Hello. How many transplants have been done so far with a pig's heart? Is it, is it just one? It, it's plenty just one an exploratory surgery at the start of last year in, in Maryland. Yeah, just one. And how did that go? Uh, so... Um, 57-year-old David Bennett at the time received it. Um, he was at death's door. He didn't qualify to receive a traditional a human heart transplant. So the, the team in Maryland uh, got special permission uh, to perform that operation. Initially, it went well in that the, the heart was doing well. In fact, maybe it was even doing too well. So maybe the, the blood pressure and the output of the heart was actually stronger than expected. He, he even got out of bed and... Um, but ultimately, two months later, he passed away. Mm, right. Now, the, the, why, uh, why would there be a focus on, on pig's hearts as opposed to any other creature? Yeah, I, I had the same question when I was introduced to xenotransplantation. So you might think, and I thought, that surely a, a primate like a chimpanzee would be genetically closer to a human and they'd be um, a better candidate. Uh, but there's a couple of reasons that they uh, are looking at pig's so one is uh, animal husbandry. So pigs are, are easier to breed. Um, so you can have a litter of pigs. Um, after six months, they're about the size of a human adult. Um, and you can have many uh, pigs in a, a litter. Um, but a, um, in, in contrast, a, a chimpanzee, for example, it will take years and it's not so easy to, to breed them. The other side of it is uh, from a kind of societal perspective. So many of us will eat pork products. So there's already a kind of implied societal acceptance that maybe it's okay to grow pigs uh, for human uh, benefit, which might not be accepted if we talk about other animals such as uh, chimpanzees. But but that's probably a conversation that still has to be had. But yes, that's, indeed. There, there are two main reasons. I think uh, there are probably a lot of people who might have a problem with e- even pigs being used, for that matter. Indeed, yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, so, and yeah. so a pig's heart and a human heart, are they at all similar? Uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're very similar uh, in terms of they've... They have four chambers and they, they operate in the same manner. Um, but there, there are some differences. So in, in the first operation, they, they selected the candidate donor pig just based on, on body weight. So they picked a, a pig that was about the same weight as, as uh, Mr. Bennett. Uh, so when they took the donor heart, the pig heart, out, it was a little bit, a little bit bigger, so maybe 10 or 15%. Uh, bigger than the part they're replacing. But there were some key differences. So two of the chambers, the two atria, the smaller chambers, were actually three times smaller in the pig. And then the aorta, the main artery, was actually half the diameter. So just from a mechanical or surgical surgical perspective, connecting tubes of different sizes uh, was not so straightforward. So in fact, in that operation, uh, the aorta actually split or dissected after they had connected everything. So they had to perform emergency surgery to fix that as well. So there's the surgical perspective, uh, surgical concerns of how do you how do you connect these different pipes? How, how do these things go together? And, and even for human heart transplants, they have different approaches. Maybe they replace two of the chambers or three or all four of the chambers. So you have to make that decision. Uh, then after it's in place, um, 
how do you know it'll operate as expected? So within weeks of the operation, it seemed to be working well. So there weren't major problems. But maybe long term, if you're talking about six months, one year, and really you want to be getting to five years plus uh, for transplants like this, uh, maybe other complications will happen because of maybe pathological blood flows, maybe disturbances or chaotic blood flow, just because the alignment or kind of the deformation of the fluid isn't as it's meant to be. Um, so mm. th- these are challenges that have yeah. to be understood. So it wouldn't necessarily be, be replacing all of the human heart, just perhaps parts of the human heart with pig parts. Yes, yeah. So the the heart um, has four chambers. So the, the the two largest chambers, the ventricles, they're, let's say, the, the powerhouse of, of the pump. So a, a, a typical approach, even for a human-to-human heart transplant, might be just to replace those those two um, two main uh, chambers. And there might be some benefits surgically or medically for, for, for doing that. So th- that's a, let's say, a choice that has to be made by the surgical team um, what's appropriate for a pig-to-human heart transplant. So that what's appropriate for pig-to-human might not be the same as what's optimal for human-to-human. Right. So these are these are questions to be answered. Yeah, and, and the, the difference in size, is that in itself a problem? So um, from a human-to-human perspective, as long as the heart fits in the chest cavity, that's good enough. Uh, now, I'm sure cardiothoracic surgeons might have extra comments on that. <laughs> yes. uh, but... But from a pig perspective, so I'm not sure if you've been in close proximity to a a full grown pig before, but they're they're rather large. Mm. So a full grown pig could be 200 kgs, so quite a bit larger than a, a an adult human. So in fact, these pig hearts that they the pig heart they used in this first operation was genetically modified. So there was a couple of modifications they made. So one is they're actually dwarf pigs, so that the full grown and um, Donor pigs are about the same size as, as humans. So it's maybe like a, about the size of a six month old normal pig, let's say. So that's, that's a challenge because if, if you put a six month old normal pig heart in, it'll actually continue to grow after it's in the human, mm-hmm. uh, as they've seen from putting it in other animals. So that was one change. And um, there are other changes as well. Immediately, if you stick a, a foreign tissue, like a piece of pig tissue into a human body, um, the human immune system will recognize this as foreign and it'll reject it. So the other modifications they made are to kind of trick the human immune system thinking to make it think that this is a human tissue. So they they were kind of some of the, the key um, milestones um, yeah. in genetic engineering over the last 10 years that kind of make this now a, a possibility. Uh, and the, the, the issue with rejection, uh, you know, even from humans to humans, that's something that has to be taken into consideration. It, it, are there additional factors there when it's from a pig to a human? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the major one is just this um, rejection immediately as a foreign, a foreign body. So even though there, if you look, if you search for it, you can find from the 15th century French surgeons trying to play with goat's kidneys and things like that. And nobody really has had any success. And it's only in the last 10 or 15 years with these gene editing technologies like CRISPR that this is actually becoming a possibility that we can we can engineer um, pigs to have similar traits to humans at a, a cellular level so that the body is, is tricked into um, not rejecting them. So that, that's one thing. But the, the patient, as with human-to-human uh, transplants, they, they will be on immunosuppressant medications for the, for the duration of the rest of their life. So kind of 
turning down their immune system so that it doesn't want to reject it, if that makes sense. So yeah. there, are, there are complications with that anyway. So infection is another complication. So these pigs are bred in, um, let's say, kind of clean medical grade facilities, uh, if that's the, the right word. But that, that's still a challenge anyway, because if you've if you're giving immunosuppressants to someone, they're maybe more likely to get an infection. And, and this could have been one of the cause that in the end that Mr. Bennett passed away, that there's this balance between suppressing the immune system and not letting them get infection. And um, so, yeah, there, there's yeah many challenges. Yes. And and the, the, the specific pro, uh, project you're involved in, Philip, mm. it, 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 describe what that is. Yeah, indeed. So you might be wondering why are you talking to a mechanical engineer about these uh, medical problems? So certainly rejection, infection. I'd love to help, but I don't think my uh, my expertise uh, can do much in that area. So the kind of the last um, challenge is this physiological compatibility. So looking at this problem from an engineer. Uh, the heart is a pump, um, so we have a bunch of pipes. I'm sure I'm offending all the clinicians out there mm-hmm. calling them pipes or tubes. Um, but we have a pump that's designed for one system, and then you're putting the pump in another system. And it has different functionality and features and characteristics. So from an engineering perspective, it's understanding what the significance is of that is on the performance of that pump. So you can do a CTE or an MRI scan, and you can see how the shape is different. But that doesn't mean you understand how the heart is going to perform under a different situation. So, I mean, we're standing on two legs, but pigs stand on four legs. So how will the heart perform in this different scenario? So understanding these different compatibility issues and what the effect will be, and maybe being able to guide, for example, donor selection. So at the moment, if you're waiting for a human heart, um, you might not have much choice. But potentially in 20 years' time, if um, pig hearts could be designed specifically for you, like we could know that a particular characteristic of pig heart is what you would need for your system. So then you could have actually a, a backup pig ready to go in case you had heart problems, for example. Right. Um, so understanding kind of these perspectives, for example, there's it's understood that if you have certain pathological flows of blood. So if you have maybe regions of local chaotic blood or stagnant blood, then that can lead to stiffening of your arteries and problems like atherosclerosis. And so they're, they're linked to, let's say, the mechanics of the flow, as in the hemodynamics, how the blood actually flows through. And that, that's, that's a, an engineering problem as, as much as a medical problem. Philip Cardiff is Associate Professor of Engineering at UCD. Philip, thank you very much. Thank you. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.